Welcome to Disabled Entrepreneur Podcast. Today I would like to be talking about being your own boss. What are advantages and disadvantages? Let's start with advantages. When you create your own business, your own boss, you are obviously in charge. You are in charge of everything that happens within your business, your business life. So it's down to you to both create invoices, to charge the customers, to chase them up, to prepare accounts, uh, file the invoices, file the accounts at the end of the accounting year. So basically, you've got a responsibility responsibility of everything. Also, if anything goes wrong in your business or work is not being done to the high standards, you are responsible for correcting it. There's nobody else that's going to do it for you. You being a boss, you have to either personally correct it or you've got to send people to correct it at their own time and at their own expenses. So this is one of the, oh, we can look at it as the pros and cons. You can either look at the disadvantage of being responsible, not being able to pass this responsibility on anybody else, uh, not being able to hide behind anybody. But at the same time, look at it as an advantage of being in charge. So you know exactly what work has been done. You know what has been done to the best possible out, uh, results or not. So it's not all done to you. You are the boss. You know exactly what's happening. Uh, another advantage is being in charge at all time. There is no stopping. There is not any time that somebody comes back and says, well, okay, your responsibility stops now. You have to put all the legals and procedures to protect you and protect your own business. There's no hiding behind anybody's back. You are in charge and you are in control. So it depends on whether you like the fact that you are responsible or not. But to be honest with you, at some stage when you start your working life, you will have to be responsible. You have to be responsible for your own actions or lack of actions, so there's no hiding hiding from it. One of the advantages of being your own boss, you are able to work around your family life. If you've got little children, believe me, it's very, very difficult to be employed at the same time. For one thing, children get ill quite quickly, and you know you always need to ask for time off to stay with them or ask somebody to look after them. And then at the same time, if they attend starting school, then you've got all the events at school and you want to attend sports day, you want to attend performances, plays, you want to participate, you want to help the school around as well. Sometimes you've got meetings with uh, teachers and parents and you can help out at school as well. So you want to take part in it because believe me, it all passes very quickly. It's in the in the wink of an eye, I think it is how you say, uh, within seconds, whatever you haven't seen, it's gone. You won't be able to turn the time back. You won't be able to see when your son is scoring the first goal or your daughter is winning the competition, uh, basketball competition, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But believe me, if you haven't seen it, you won't be able to turn the clock back and go and do it. So for me, it was a big advantage because I was able to participate to as much as I can, considering my disability. But I was able to be there for my children, and I was able to pick them up on time from school, drop them off as well, and it worked perfectly for me. And I was still doing it 
while working at the same time so it was winning on both sides killing one bird with two stones at the same time if you are disabled any disability doesn't matter what if you if you are your own boss then you can work it around your own disability if you need to have time in the morning to get yourself ready then you've got this time you just organize your work in a different way i won't be telling you how to do it because it's all everybody does it in a different way but from my own experience every time i was feeling sort of a bit rough i was able to catch up with my work and i was able to carry on working because i had it all scheduled i knew that i knew the tasks that i had to come to to complete in a day and i've always achieved them so there wasn't there was no panic and no running around like a headless chicken being worried that something wasn't going to be done and something wasn't going to be delivered on time everything has always been done and this is what i love about being able to be your own boss i schedule my own work and usually i do it the day before when i'm still quite alert and i want to make sure that the next day is going to start rolling according to how I schedule it. Obviously, you've got to divert sometimes because things happen. Sometimes you may get a call from school to pick up your children because of illness or some, some little injury or whatever, you know. Things happen. You can't foresee what's going to happen, but you are able, generally speaking, you are able to be there for your family. And this is something very big. Another advantage for me, it was independence, being in charge and being in control and being able to schedule the work and business as I wanted to work. Because believe me, when I was still employed, there were many things that I didn't like. I didn't like the amount of time we wasted when I thought myself work could have been organized in a different way, could have been done in a more efficient way, and it wasn't for one reason or another. And then being a boss of myself, being in charge of my own companies, I know now how to do it, how to cut down on uh, sort of lame time when nobody wants to do anything and just how to be more efficient. Another thing, another advantage for me was discovering my own skills. If you are self-employed, if you are your own boss, you all of a sudden have to discover the skills that you possess and skills that you don't. Skills that you possess and that they are very uh, high skills, skills that you can be really proud of, you should really enhance, you should really work your business around them, because this is your big, big uh, atul, it's your big uh, asset. But at the same time, if, let's say, accounts are not your big asset, you don't like them, you don't like doing anything to do with numbers and spreadsheets, then all of a sudden, you find out that there are people that have this skill and they enjoy doing them. So then reach out to them, outsource your work, look around your family, fr family, your friends, uh, your colleagues, your, your mates at university or anybody who is close next to you who can help you out. And then when you, even if, if you're at the university and you've got an idea for business and you've got certain kind, type of skills, I would just sit down and think about your business, what you want to do, then write down all the skills that you possess and all the things that you like doing on one column. And on the next column, I would write down all the skills that you don't possess and skills and things that you don't like doing, that doesn't, the things that don't interest you at all. And then I would reach out to people to start to bring on board other people 
who have skills that you lack and they can help you out and try to build something, create something with, with your own team. By bringing people on board, you can move faster because it's as simple as that there are only 24 hours in a day. You are not able to be perfect at everything. You are not and you won't be. But at the same time, there are many people with complementary skills that can help you out. Providing they, they share your vision and they want to be part of your business, there's no, uh, no stopping. There's no way you can say no. Because that means then you'll be, you'll be able to move forward and all of you, all of the people, all the members of your group will be able to profit from, from the business in the, in the long run. So this is how I'd, I would like to do. I would, I would do it this way. At the same time, you learn by being your own boss, you learn about your true friends. Since you are sitting in the office on your own, you don't have access to many people. You may have access via social media and all these social media, uh, media platforms. And when you attend all the events and uh, sort of gatherings, you start attracting people that want to share your value and share your vision, and you want to bring them on board. And these people, you just learn who your friends are. Because not, you're not going to appeal to everybody. Some people won't like you, no matter what you do. And some people will like to share your vision, and they would like to be part of your success, and they would like to be part of your business. And this is the people that you want to have. Try to find people that you can get on with, people that have skills different to you, they've got different personality to you. It's no point have, having all the people with the same, exactly the same skills because you won't be able to move forward and you won't be able to achieve anything. But bring different people on board, work together, and you will move much faster than you would do on your own. Another advantage for me was you have to be very creative, when, especially when you start on a shoestring. You've got to find money where you didn't think there was money. Um, you don't want to st start with a so red carpets and big offices and nice settings and everything else like this. You've got to start small. Amazon started from the garage as far as, as I remember, a small office. You have to be exactly the same. Be very, very frugal. Be very creative. If you've got a good idea, this idea, and you believe in this idea, you will find people that will help you to build on this idea, and you will create something out of nothing. This, this is what true entrepreneur is all about. And then you don't have to ask anybody's permission how many hours a day you have to work. If you need to work 14 hours per day on your business, you do it. I used to do it as well, and quite often we put at least 12 hours a day on our business because we want to move forward. So there's no stopping us. And at the same time, we think about creative ways of bringing more business, bringing more people on board, people who can add to our business and who can help us move forward much quicker. Another advantage for me is that I can schedule my work the day before and I can set up, set up according to urgency and importance. I stop doing things that are meaningless and are not important things like cleaning I do it perhaps once a week or I just outsource it completely because it takes time but at the same time it doesn't add to my goals so I'm just leaving it down to somebody else obviously the cleaner or family member like you can always look around you see how you want to organize it and see what you want to outsource 
to start with, you, you won't be able to do it probably, because you know, obviously you've got to pay people for, for the effort for the work. But this is something worth taking into consideration and thinking about it for the future reference. And we don't forget with internet and all social media platforms, there are endless possibilities and endless opportunities for you. You can do whatever you want to do, in, whether you are disabled or not, as long as you, be, you believe in yourself and you believe in the business that you want to create, there's no stopping you. You will succeed. There's no way of doing it. You just got to think about what your priorities are. If, as I said, if you've got small children, you want to be flexible with your work because obviously you will have lots of commitments at school and your children will need you to be there. The older they get, the less they will need you. But at the same time, it's up to you. It's, it's your business and your work. So you've got to work in a way that's going to create a, a work-life balance for you. So you're going to be a happy person. Because believe me, happy parent is a, a, you can see, your children will be happier as well if they see that their parents are happy and they work uh, and they work and they can participate in school events as well. So this is one of the main things for me. Plus at the same time, I became disabled, not through my own choice, not through anything that I was doing wrong. It just happened. And I just had to get on with my life. Considering the fact that I can't sit idle for a long time, I had to come up with the idea of working, earning money, and being able to do it. To make it gives me a purpose of of living, and I want to be able to show to other people that anything is possible. It doesn't matter what happens to your life. It's just what happens to your life is only ten percent. I can't remember who said it, but somebody says it's only ten percent that affects you, how what happens to you, like my MS happened to me, I didn't expect it. But 90% is how you react to it. Anything can happen, anything you can, you can, the brick of, can fall out of from the, from the roof at any minute. It's just, the question is, how are you going to react to something that happen, happens to you? This is what makes you a, a successful person. I'm talking now about uh, the disadvantages of being your own boss. One I mentioned already, being responsible for everything. Uh, you have to be responsible for payments, for invoices, all the legalities. Uh, if you've got a limited company or limited partnership, you have to make sure that everything is filed down at the right time or you, you appoint somebody, the third party, to be responsible on your behalf. At some stage, it could be a very lonely work, a very lonely path when you just sit in your office and uh, there isn't really that many, there aren't that many people to talk to. It all passes if you put lots of effort, but to start with it can be daunting as well, so you've got to take into consideration. A correction, or correction of your mistakes is another thing that you have to be responsible for. You always got to bear in mind that if you don't do something correctly, you will have to make it right. You make it to correct your mistakes and you make you have to make to finish your article or service, whatever whatever you are supplying to the customer, at the best. Because believe me, if if you are going to make mistake, and you don't correct your mistakes, at some stage you will start losing customers, and this is not what you want to have. You want to create a sustainable business, business with the customers recommending you from the word of mouth to each other. Because this, this is what you created for. 
you need to be very organized and be organized you need to be able to schedule work the, the day before or in whatever you do i write a diary i've got my diary on my desk so i write everything down so then i keep track of what happened what was achieved what, what is planned for the next day next week next month um, you want to be paid for your sick leave not at least not to start with when you run your own business and you, you are responsible for finding reliable people to make sure that your business can move forward another thing that you've got to bear in mind is that you need to be very focused there's no way of being able to work when you are being easily distracted so when i when i work in my office i usually um, don't answer any emails i think there's only one one hour per, per day that i look at my emails i don't go on facebook i don't uh, oh, maybe once a day when i check if there are any business uh, inquiries but not not for any social things and you need to be focused so if you want to do any uh, posts i usually create them beforehand or you can outsource it to somebody it's down to you is everything is you how you want it how much effort you want to put the more effort you put in to start with easier is going to get later on but to start with if you're on your own boss expect expect lots of work it's not going to go down you have to bring people and you've got to bring people into your team people that share your own vision and want to be part of your business if they don't and they don't they can't see anything any any rewards at the, at the end of the work they won't stay with you for long so it's up to you to make sure that people stay with you and want to be part of your business it's when you when you start being your own boss you start learning about things that you are very good at and if it's dealing with people then obviously stick with it and you will be the you should be the person dealing with people and with all the problems and managing people but if you are not and find somebody and bring the person on board the person who will be in your headquarters and will be dealing with with people and uh, all these uh, people's issues uh, you will also find out if you've got enough empathy to be to be a good leader uh, some of people some people may have problems that you didn't know about and it's up to you to find out what the problem is and just deal with it some of them may need to have just to have a small conversation with you some of them they need to have a bit of reassurance so it's, it's just down to you to see what fits best for you where you are in your business and what your skills are everybody's got different skills but believe me there are no person who doesn't have any skills at all everybody's got something that they can add and they can add it to business to or to work so it's down to you or up to you to find out what the person is good at and then to approach this person and ask to where they, they want to be part of your business i hope you find it uh, you found it uh, useful and see you on the next podcast